now listening to the Cheat Coders Podcast with Nat, Raf, and Don. Hey everyone, this is another episode of the Cheat Coders. My name is Raf. This is episode number 70, 70, 70. And we are here with my usual suspects, Don doing stuff. What's doing? And all the way from London, Nathan blazing with the slick back hair and the big forehead. And today is a very special... Yeah, today is a very special episode because we're taking about old school. We're gonna, you know, use Skype that we haven't been using for a while, and we got Nathan back as well, so we haven't been using him for a while. Yep. <laughs> we are here yeah. for another episode for good stuff because we have a special guest all the way in London, not London, sorry, that's Nathan, all the way in Japan, and I'll get Don to do the introduction. What's doing? All right, so our special guest on for today's episode is a gentleman by the name of Jonathan Gamera. He's a bass player. He's a gamer. Nice. Uh, he's currently living in Japan. Nice. Um, we're here to talk to him about uh, you know his band uh, living in Japan and also talking about his band's new podcast. So his band's called The Consoles, and what they do is they take video game music and they turn it into jazz styled versions of it um but before we get into that stuff we're really really excited to speak to gamera about it um what are we going to do first raf we are going to get into the news um let's just um give a round of applause to gamera yeah oh hello good morning um yeah, yeah, konnichiwa yeah, yeah. i should probably say something in japanese so you know i'm living in japan <laughs> konnichiwa <laughs> There you go. So, random applause. There you go. Random applause. Thank you. Thank so you. we usually just get into the news. So let's start off with the first article, and that is the death of the frontman of Prodigy, and he goes by the name of Keith Flint. So yeah. the Prodigy's Keith Flint has been found dead in a suspected suicide at his home at the age of 49. The iconic SX singer was discovered at around 8 a.m. In, um, in the morning after police and paramedics were called to the property. So let's give our respects to Keith Flint and what he's done to the music industry. So I just wanted to throw out the question, what was your favorite Prodigy song? Did you ever listen to Prodigy? I only um, know one song. I'll be camera? One song. Um, so I know like super late Prodigy, like the only Prodigy song that comes to mind for me is Invaders Must Die. So I'm like, I think I'm a generation too late for that, but mm -hmm. that's still sad, like nonetheless, because it's obviously a household name in the scene. So, but yeah, yeah. I, I know like the late, late stuff. Unfortunately, that's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite song is Breathe. Yeah. Oh, uh, but then the like, music video to that, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was like 2010 or something, somebody did a, a like a trap remix of it and i fell in love with the song all over again one thing i knew about prodigy is like they had the sickest music videos there was this one music video i forgot i think it was um slap your bitch or something like that. that's bitch. why Smack prodigy right yeah, that's oh Smack that song that, that song I, I remember the music video to that where it's like a point of view um type of video it's like a video game and they're just yeah. going through clubs and getting drunk and all that so I just remember that one and I remember Breathe and what was the other one? Firestarter, I remember that one too. So they're, they're the three songs I remember. Their, their music was like that very, I, I, I wasn't sure whether to dance to it or like headbang to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you just do both as in, and you, I'm pretty sure you'd work out to it too. It's type, that type of music. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you work out to it and you cut a sick trailer to it. I feel like that's what Prodigy is like really good for. You want to get people excited in a trailer, you just throw that at the back. Yeah, that's it. You've been you can hear <laughs> those three songs you can hear in like mostly ninety percent of um action trailers. It's yeah, freaking man. awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 sad to hear that, you know, he's passed away. But what what Prodigy have done for for music and for you know, for the industry, I think it's 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 like it's it's amazing yeah and like it's it's crazy how like even though their music hasn't been in the scene not in the scene in the public scene for like recently people still put their hearts out to and recognize that even though that those those songs that i mentioned are all about like 15 years old and you know it's cool that people do remember that legacy do you think Gamera, do you think you and the consoles could do a like jazz rendition of any Prodigy songs? I think it's right up our alley, you know? Like, it's right up there. We'll probably put that on the anime EP that we got coming up. That's probably, yeah. like, the best place to slot that in, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. Nice. And I um, also want to say that um, the guy from 91210, what's his name again? Sorry to forget. Luke Perry. Just, Luke Perry, that's the one. Yeah. Rest in peace to him as well. Man. Man, everyone's dying. All these That's when you know that you're getting kind of old because all these nostalgic acts and mm. famous people are just passing away. So, yeah. Rest in peace to our youth as well. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> to our youth as well. <laughs> it just got, it just got dark and deep and just like... Like, yeah, yeah, we're we're all dying, and <laughs> and our youth is a uh, youth Raph, is you, gone. Are you okay, Raph? <laughs> no, I'm good. Man. That's usually what I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I just man? had a cup of coffee, you and good? I am enjoying life right now because we need to talk about this uh, tattoo artist that has tattooed her face in hopes of getting her dream job. So that's the next article. Let me just yep. pull that up. Is there more context? Like, what did, what exactly did she tattoo to get uh, what dream job? Yeah, there's more context. So, Kaylee Peach was worried that she was too shy to go out and get her dream job as a tattoo artist. So, she went to the extreme lengths to make sure she didn't have much of a choice. She got a tattoo of the word cursed across her face, which she believed would mean that she would struggle to get a normal job. Kaylee, who lives in Birmingham, Got the unusual design on the first day as a tattoo apprentice when she was 24. Now 26, she said, I had to tattoo my face so that I could, couldn't get a normal job, mainly as a reminder to pers- persevere in doing what I wanted to do. So in terms of your dream, because we got musicians, we got a vlogger, we also got a fitness guy here. Um, what is the greatest lengths you would do to make sure you get your dream. Can I just ask before we get into that question, who is reporting on this young lady? Yeah, like this Mira. Mira.co.uk. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking who's seeking London. out this story, but all right. That's um that's good to know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's that's commitment for her to to like be like I don't, I don't want a 9 to 5. So I'm going to tattoo my face to make sure I don't have a nine to five. You know, I respect so that. I, Can I just yeah, take that, mum? I, I respect that. <laughs> I respect this lady. I wouldn't do the same yeah. thing as her. But like, she's really made, it's I mean, really a statement choice and like having an action behind it. Like, 
nah, no other option. This is what I'm doing. I think, so, yeah. I think, I think this the, the the question will be for I guess Games and Nathan, like Gamera, you you're living in you're living in Tokyo right now, mm-hmm. like that that's not a trivial thing. Like, what was it was it easy for you to 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 move over there or like you would have had to think okay I'm moving to Tokyo, like what lengths did you did you take to get over there? You know what's messed up is so I came back in November and December to do some stuff for the consoles and moving back the second time was actually like way harder because I tried to go through a bunch of like um, I tried to do it all through Japanese um, realtors and all that sort of stuff and like man they really don't want foreigners here Um, (laughs) but I guess like we'll, we'll talk about the first time and I guess it was like well you know, you want to talk about, you know, pursuing your dreams and whatever. Like, it was honestly a case of my dreams just kind of like, all right, well, music's doing all right, but I've sort of want to, you know, get my life on the rails. So I sort of actually just like up and moved here and I didn't touch a, I didn't touch a base for like six months when I moved, but wow. actually moving here was pretty okay because, um, you know, one of the guys who used to be part of the band, um, Dino, he was, he, he had a year ahead of me. So literally any question I had, um, like I sort of got to cheat because he'd made all the mistakes for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, there's a language barrier here. It, that That's a pain. Um, being foreign here is really like painful. Like It's not that people, you know, like there, there is some like a, um, overt xenophobia, but a lot of it is like, you know, their banking systems just don't account for names in English. Oh. Um Wow. So, like, to get a credit card, I, I, I wanted to just. This is a simple transaction I wanted to make. Right, I wanted to use the money that I already had in my hand or in my bank account to pay for internet. Right, this was a two and a half month process. Wow, and to sort of give you like the abridged <laughs> version of it, once I'd finally got a credit card after being rejected for like, so I'd try and link up my bank account, and then my bank account would have my name spelt incorrectly. So they'd be like, nah, it's a security issue. I'm like, brother, I'm on the phone with you right now. Can you just put my money into the nice man's bank account so I can get internet? They're like, nah, it's a security issue. So I finally get approved for a credit card, right? And they're like, okay, go to the post office and bring one of these 10 documents. It's like passport, um, health insurance, Uh, foreign card. So I'm like, sick. Now, because it's all in Moon, and I'm not my Japanese is like it's decent. Um, I, for, I I forgot to read like one little section of the thing where it's like this form of identification must be in Katakana, which is like one of the Japanese um, alphabets for foreign words. Yep. So I show up to the um, the post office, be like, yo, give me that credit card. Like, here, it's me. I have seven out of the ten forms of ID you've asked for because I just really want my credit card. And they're like. Nah, man, it's all in it's all in Earth. Like it's all in English. We can't give it to you. I'm like, what are you talking about? It look, look, look. It's all these things. None of them come in Moon because I'm not from the Moon. I'm from Australia. Like this, it's all in English. They're like, we can't give you the card. I'm like, but you've just, it's me. It's I, hello. I'm nah, right here. Nah, and they're nah, like, nah, sorry, brother. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm laughing. I'm I'm laughing here as well because I had a similar experience in Singapore trying oh to get my a bank God. account. So, the, to, to, like There's the resolution this- of this story, it's just like, oh my goodness. So I call the I call the credit card company. They're yeah. like, no worries, brother. Come to the, the come to the desk. We'll sort you out. They're like, listen, we got the best solution for you. We're gonna cancel that credit card and make you a new one right here, right now. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And and that, <laughs> then that went on for another like seven hours. So the point of this story is like, yeah, no, it, it's, it's a bit of pain, but 
I wanted to live on the moon, so I did it. <laughs> there you go. So this tattoo artist wanted to get a tattoo on her face, and you ha- you just had to get a credit card. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. and anyway, anyway the, me- the meme is like moon runes because, you know, like if, if you can't speak Japanese, like it might as well be moon runes because it's there are a lot of them. You have to know like 2000 by the time you're 16. It's, wait, wait, um, what's, what is a moon rune? A moon rune is, so I, I refer to like moon rune as like, I think the general meme is like if it's a foreign language that like you can't understand or you can't read, people are like, oh, it's a moon rune because it's, oh, it so might as well like, be. Ma- like Martian, like speak, you might imagine. Well yeah, yeah speaking so, like speaking something like completely, yeah, like a Martian, like just completely different, impenetrable yeah. language. We just call it moon. I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> yeah, the, I, 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 I'm sorry that I hijacked the, um, the news article to do that i um to get yeah to, to ask that line of questioning but man like you would have had to go through so much just to get that credit card uh, so i got here i got here what i i left australia on january i think it was january 6th yeah january right. 6th today is march 10th i still don't have internet so it has been a two and a half month process to get everything in my apartment set up. Like take it, taking apart the fact that like I'll go to realtors, right? And they'll call up landlords and they'll be like, hey, we got someone interested. His um, nationality is Australia. Uh, yeah, you're right. It is very difficult. I'm so sorry for troubling you. While I'm like two feet away from them, like I'm sitting on the other side of the table from them and they're yeah. having these conversations with realtors. And, you know, like we, we come from pretty multicultural nations, right? So it, yep. it, it is kind of a different thing because, you know, like real talk, they think everyone in Japan is either like... um a Nigerian in Rapongi trying to get you into a Yakuza bar or like some low life or like the, basically the, the, what I consider the lowest, the bottom of the barrel white person in Japan is the dude who burns all his bridges and just like runs off to Japan, new year, new me, and then they just don't learn the language and just like just be an English teacher forever. So they think we're all like that. <laughs> and in a country that's, you know, 99% Japanese, like quite literally 99% Japanese, you kind of get it. But, you know, like, it's just like, come on, man, take the money I have on j- j- here. Give me one internet, please. That's all I want. I'll leave you alone. I promise. That's all I want. But, you know, <laughs> it's just part of the part of like, if you want to, you know, you want to live in an ethnically pure, whatever, whatever you want to call it, country, this is what you got to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Japan. <laughs> it's all right. And you should come here to holiday. Don't right. live here. That's my <laughs> review. There goes, there goes my seven um, out of ten. Seven out of ten. <laughs> I think I went to Japan I, last year and um as a holiday and it was pretty awesome. So go go Japan. <laughs> I think it's different living in a place and and going on holiday. Like like you said, yeah. so that it's it's different <clears throat> when you actually live in a place as opposed to just visiting for a short brief moment. Um I feel kinda bad, eh? It wasn't that hard for me getting all that stuff here. But I think it's just a bit more easier here. With, um, I, I, see, I, I had I had similar experiences to to Gamera living when when I was in Singapore. Singapore. So like Gams, you and I could talk for hours about like what it's like living in an Asian country. Oh my goodness! Look, I love um, it. I'm back for round two, but oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds I think, like it, I think it's just. Yeah, I think I'll just stay post- in Australia. Eh? <laughs> the processes that Sydney. they do is just very different. It's it's. Like it's just a, a different way of doing things, but yeah, man. Um, I guess bringing it back to that question though that Raf was that Raf was saying, which question? 
the um <laughs> exactly what question are we talking about <laughs> what would you what like what lengths would you take to 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 achieve something i um, think to sum it up is like the lengths won't be as drastic as putting a tattoo on your face it's probably the logistics of things of life because life is a bitch and you're gonna have to deal with a lot of shit <laughs> and you gotta smack <laughs> if that you go through up. that shit then you know mm-hmm. yeah so if you want to go for a dream you're gonna go through a lot of shit case in yeah. point is is gamera's experience and and everything so it's, just go through the shit yeah. yeah yeah okay let's go through um the intermission song so then we can go into the crux, the the stuff of Gamera and his music and his his more of his Japanese experience as well as his the podcast. So um, as you as you are a musician and you are part of the consoles, is there any song that you wanted to play for the intermission song, Gamera? Yeah, we might as well throw up our latest one. I'll go pull it for you now, actually. Um, so. I guess I can plug the consoles for a little bit in case anyone doesn't know. So basically, we're a video game jazz, well, a mostly video game jazz band. Um, we have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the consoles band. And um, we're also on Twitch and Patreon where we do things like um, the podcast, as we mentioned. We also have a monthly request show where basically um, our patrons will vote on the game and tunes from a game that they would like to see us arrange and then an hour or so every month it will not me but the guys in sydney will um basically live arrange things on air um alongside people on patreon it then goes up for everyone on youtube and then when i come back um we'll then throw an album together so the first season we did like two years ago that's completely out um the second season we recorded at the end of last year that's in the process of being drip fed out and we're currently shooting the third season which used to be called the super monday jam it's now called the super monthly jam um because we do one episode every month and that show is in the process of being filmed um so that's sort of the crux of the band we also do things like stream on like twitch a lot of gaming and um music stuff but that's a lot more chill um those sort of three things are like the core arm of the band on top mm-hmm. of whatever um sort of life stuff we got going on so i just flicked you the um youtube link in our chat so we we oh, last yeah. year when i was back for a couple months we did a, a zelda show to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the ocarina of time with a guy called nick young we did some shows we did a show in sydney and melbourne and um we took sort of the best of like the consoles only tunes from that show and um are releasing an ep to sort of celebrate that and um unfortunate timing but um our latest tune is kokiri forest which is um was very much michael jackson inspired you know unfortunate timing on that (laughs) one but whatever separate the art from the artist while let's find don't worry about it um and yeah that's um what we got going on Okay, so this is Kokiri Forest by the consoles. Yeah, I hear the um I hear that influence there. I'm so happy I'm drinking coffee right now. Thank you. 
Yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad that I'm drinking coffee right now because it's one of those chill kind of Mad chill. cafe vibes. On the show, we kind of talk over the, the song sometimes, Gam, so feel that's, free that's to... That's cool. Feel free to, to comment on it as well. Sounds so dope. I woke up this morning and I had a heart attack. Some guy's like, nah, the video's out of sync with the music. And I'm just like, that's it, burn the channel down. That's it, it's over. <laughs> but no, it as it turns out, it's probably fine. Did they just have latency issues on their um, headphones? Yeah, I, I have to just like turn YouTube comments from like my lock screen. I have to turn that off my lock screen. They're the worst things to wake up to in the morning, man. <laughs> okay, nice. and that was Kakiri Forest by the consoles. Very nice. Nice. It's good to wake up to that. And I mean, um, for you, Nathan, that's that's like a winding down song as well. I know. I'm like really calm after that. <laughs> they are like it's it's like really, ASMR, really dope, you know, actually. just just calming. Yeah. I'm gonna check out the other stuff. Hey, can I ask a random question, um, Jonathan? Um, mm -hmm. What's your favorite video game, man? Street Super Street Fighter Two Turbo nice. for the arcade. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I've literally yeah. traveled Super the world to like enter it. tournaments in that game. That's really? um, how I made a good portion of my friends here was playing that game here. Um, Who, who's your go-to? Sagat, because he's broken uh, and easy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Man, like these, so Gamera and like the rest of the consoles yeah. are n legit nerdy video game dudes. Or so cool. as they've been called before camera gamers um the, <laughs> i'm gonna tell that story <laughs> I, i'd love i'd love for you to tell that story but like so you know when you know when people talk about sport and like they talk about their favorite their favorite sport they talk about their favorite team yeah. um and you have no idea what's going on yeah i that's what i feel like when i'm around these dudes <laughs> and they're talking about the video table, games tables have turned on yeah, they talk about video games because, like, I, I don't know, like, I can, I can mash buttons and stuff like that, but I'm not... Not technical. You know. I'm not technical level video games like, yeah. like Gamera is. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's really crazy. Yeah. I just remember playing GTA, like, oh, five, yeah. five years ago. GTA Online. <laughs> yeah. what, why, is, why is Street Fighter your favorite game, games? So I got into fighting games about 10 years ago because like in high school, I was that guy who thought he knew everything about games. Um, and then one of my mates, um, he's like, oh, have you played Street Fighter 3? I'm like, there's no such thing as a Street Fighter 3. Like, what are you talking about? I know everything. But turns out there was. Um, so I used to just dick around and play like arcade mode on that. And um, I found out that there was a competitive scene for it. And the thing that ultimately drew me to fighting games and ended up breaking me on a lot of like other games like single play games is that um it's a 1v1 game where you are on the same footing as your opponent like you can pick every character on that character select screen is available to you and them mm -hmm. there is no grinding to make yourself better than the Thank opponent you. it's just like yeah. you and them and if you lose you're if like you suck yeah. Yeah. and if you walk out of there and you win you're the best person <laughs> in the room 
So it's yeah. a get it's a game all about like consequences, right? So the first time I won a tournament, which was like after seven years of playing, it's like I'm 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 the best person in this room. It's undebatable that I am the best person in this room because I beat everybody. But every <laughs> other every other time you lose, it's like, well, it's my fault. There's something that I can do better. Mm. So the, the sense of the sense of growth you get playing fighting games, um, it's all real because it's like you need to go and like find the problems to fix mm -hmm. and then like execute on it. Yeah, which has then broken me on other games man. that feed you other things, which is like bad because now I can't sit down and play like, oh, you, you, you look here, the numbers went up, congratulations. It's like no, I can't do that anymore. I just can't do it. Yeah. How much it's, did you win one of those in the competition? Just curious. Uh, the first time, so the first time I placed, um, I got second in a team tournament, um, which is which completely just defeats the thing of what I was saying. Um, but like, I won like ten bucks, and the first time I won a tournament, <laughs> I won like thirty bucks. But you know, oh. um, where, where was this? Was this back in Sydney, or is this? This was back in Sydney. Oh, nice. Okay. So I used to run like tournaments for seven years as part of a group called Ozhado. Um, and like I was the like executive stream producer. So the Capcom Pro Tour and like the Tekken World Tour, which is like the big overarching global tournaments for um, those games, they ran a thing in Sydney. Um, so I, I did the production work on that. And um, I obviously entered and did some stuff like that as well. Yeah. So that was sort of like my other side hobby back home was doing a lot of production and blog stuff for that. Yeah. Um, but the first time I won was just a local in Sydney. And yeah. Um, yeah, that that's um that's sort of like okay. like my thing. Scene, I'm, I'm a gamer. The scene's not as big in Sydney, but like you go to places like probably even Japan. But do you guys ever play um StarCraft? You know that um strategy game. It's like you build armies and shit and kill each other. You guys ever play that? Nah, am I the only one? I respect that game from a distance. I can't. I the can't only, touch it. My brain's reason, too small. I, only reason I bring that up, I, um, in Korea, it's pretty much like almost on a level of a national sport. Like they take it that seriously <laughs> over there, and it's fucking dope. I love that game, man. That's what I grew up on. So your Street Fighter to me was probably StarCraft when I was younger, and um, sort of the same concept. Like I, I, I get where you're coming from when you say it's like it is one versus one, but when you choose. Um, a StarCraft race, you're pretty much, it's it's like a very technical version of chess because you're in, initially just, it's all it's all like, um, you know, building economy and you, you, it's not like you have one, you, you don't have any leverage over your opponent because you start off with the same um, minerals, the same, it's all your resources. building, the resources, that's what I'm yeah. trying to get at. Yeah, so um, I get where you're coming from there, but it just boggles my mind like, that's why I'm actually quite interested when you bring up the whole tournament thing in Sydney, if there's quite a big um, presence there, because a lot of my mates as well, um, I wouldn't say I'm as much of a gamer as you, but I was around a lot of it because of my cousin and old high school mates. I was sort of just more of a spectator and they were really into that shit, like arcade games in like, um, what is it? What's the one in, what are those arcade games? Like Galaxy World and time zone and all that i think oh, time yeah. zone's the only time one left zone? in sydney that's the only one no, left uh, galaxy world in market city right that's, that's still yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. still around actually no what was the one on george street there was one on george street intensity's gone man that was ages ago intensity. the one on george street's long <laughs> yeah, that's gone old that's gone yeah, yeah yeah i'm just trying to remember the name of it was that a galaxy world as well i think it was, that a, was galaxy a galaxy world, world. Galaxy and then yeah, there's yeah, the one yeah. in market city i think that's still called galaxy world i think that's still up but that's what i mean like it's just um there wasn't anything as very big to the scale of like going back to korea where 
that's their sport. Like you're a hero if you win that tournament. <laughs> like they got television broadcasts of it. Yeah, they do. It's like it's like a tennis match. You have two computers and two people sitting in front of each other. It just goes in, and then you got the stream, they, and the people in the stands watching these people go at each other. They um, have, yeah. Video games has become <coughs> a spectator sport. That's it. Yeah. Because they have they they have like StarCraft tournaments. They have League of Legends tournaments. Yeah. I'm sure, they have. You know, fight night, fight. What's it called? Fortnite. Fortnite. Fortnite's yeah, Fortnite tournaments now. are weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> even in the yeah, even in the NBA, each team has a what you call it a video game team so the new york knicks have the video game team and they convert and they have their own tournament oh, besides the nba tournament so That's it's cool. it's a it's a huge thing do you, guys, do you guys ever play counter-strike in the day was like that the universal game? yeah yeah, yeah i think it was in cafes. i love that shit man that's like the only game i can yeah. pick up like now and just be like somewhat give me like 10 minutes and i can sort of get back into it i think it was the only reason people wanted to get a computer back then like when <laughs> yeah. they were a kid like, oh, I want to get a computer. Oh, you want to use the internet, you know, the big thing now? No, speaking I want to play CS. CS and porn. That's what it was for. CS and porn. CS, CS and porn. <laughs> I reckon CS brought people together. I reckon the internet kind of like, you, oh, won't, yeah. you won't get that whole like um, computer, um, what is it? Computer, this computer room. What, what is it? What do you call it? Net cafe. Land, 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 land yeah, parties. I, I miss that shit, man. That was fun. I lost Wait, we're is having there, a is there computer cafes right now. now? It's, la- it's a different vibe though. Land cafes mm. used to be packed. Like you'd have to wait to get a seat to get an hour yeah. in. Um, now you could just play wh- from home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's fine, <laughs> but you know, it's, you don't get the human. People interest. play on their mobile phones. They have battles on mobile phones. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, <laughs> like, here's, here's a question I wanted to ask for 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 everyone here. Sure. What kind of gamer are you? Like, are you the type to get angry? Are you the calm one? Are you like what what? How do you get when you're playing video games? I talk games shit. Go first? Oh, Raf go first. Even if I'm losing, I talk shit. Raf is a <laughs> just yeah, to throw him off. He's a douchebag, <laughs> man. He's like the Joker of video games. He doesn't give a fuck. If he dies, he doesn't care. He still laughs at you. <laughs> yeah. That's the way I hide my um, what you call it, the the sadness of losing. <laughs> what about you, games? What kind of game I'm a jerk. <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm a reductive jerk, Toast like especially when it comes to anything competitive. Just because of you know how I was talking about, like well, we're on the same we're on the same footing here most of the time. So it's like I'm doing it, so you do it. You figure it out. <laughs> it's not my problem. It's not my problem. You can't do this thing that I'm doing. Just figure it out. Press the button, man. It's just a button. Figure it out. <laughs> I'm a big jerk. That's what fighting games do to you. They turn you into a massive jerk. That's true. <laughs> Hey, toughens you up, man. <laughs> I I I, te- I tend to get like really I can I can get angry if I'm if I get uh, if I'm playing video games. Oh. And um, if I'm playing with someone like my brother, so we were playing. We used to play um, Dota, mm-hmm. and my brother my brothers are, are, are pretty good at Dota, and I'm not I'm not great at video games. But I was playing, and my brother was just giving me shit and just poking like you know just kept poking me and poking me, giving me shit about something. And I had to the point where I had to stop, turn the computer off, and I said, I'm taking the dog for a walk because 
If I don't, I'm going to punch you in the face right now. I Can I just say Dota brings out the absolute worst in people? I feel like if, you, if you've met the love of your life and you're thinking about getting married and like you want to settle down, the two of you should be legally obligated to play a game of Dota together because that game brings out the worst in everybody. <laughs> I love that game. It's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point i mean like play it just to, if you if you can, if you can survive if your relationship can survive a game of dota then you're set for life you're set it's, <laughs> it's true like can, the, the youngest most timid people i know you put them in a dota game they're like what is wrong with you go wait in the base you're rubbish you're literally ruining this game and my life i hate you <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna end your existence <laughs> anyway, there's, there's some life advice for you. If you think about getting married, play a game of Dota with your significant other. Other. <laughs> oh, that's man. crazy. It's like the monopoly of video game. It's crazy. Oh, dude, that's oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great analogy. I like that. That's crazy. Do you play? Um, do you play um, board games as well, or is it you guys just strictly video games or games in general? I I, I don't like. I'll, I'll play it if um. You know, if I'm with people who sort of already like board games, but too much luck, can't handle it. Need consequences yeah. that aren't rolling a dice, can't handle it. You, you'd like to be able to control <laughs> it, to control as much cool as you control. can. That's cool it. I mean, it's fun enough, but I don't want to buy it. Like, you know, it, it, it's fun enough, but I'm not serious. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, here's this, the story that I, I, there's a story that um, I want Gamera to tell. To tell. Um, you got interviewed on the radio at one point. Yeah, that that's the thing that happened. <laughs> Do you want to tell us about that story? All right, I'll, I'll set the scene a little bit. So I was talking before, you know, the break music, we were talking about that ocarina tour we did. Um, and as part of that, um, like, we, uh, especially a lot of Melbourne-based productions, because there's obviously a lot more avenues for that down there, um, a lot of radio stations sort of reached out to us um, to sort of, like, get some content and find out a lot about... Um, you know what what we were doing but unfortunately what happens with a lot of the time with what we do because you know we're a video game jazz band that's a pretty niche thing yeah. so you, you often get um you very rarely find a lot of hosts that either that understand both video games and jazz mm. and so a lot of these radio stations are going to be jazz focused so you, you run into a lot of situations where um, they just don't understand like video games. Like m- most of them are like, oh yeah, I remember I, I, this, I went to go- high school with this guy. Uh, he played video games once. Now he's a drug dealer. Like you get a lot of stuff like that. Um, <laughs> okay. But th- this one instance, um, to sort of set the scene, it was, um, so the guy calls me and word for word, this is exactly what he said. He said, our gimmick is our DJs are all gay and lesbian. Our gimmick is what he said. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay, sure. Wow. And he's like, I want to come talk to you about um, like g- gaming. I'm like, okay, sure. Do you want to talk about the, the gig? He's like, oh yeah, we could talk about the gig, but I really want to talk about gaming. So I'm like, oh no, this is going to be, it's going to be a thing. So um, like I've done a fair few. I tend to handle a lot of the consoles press stuff just because no one, no one ever wants to do it. Um, but I've never had one <laughs> where they sort of call us ahead of time. And um, he's like, all right, we're going to drop you live on air. Um, there was no, there was no talk about what we're going to do. It was just like, all right, we're going to do it. You ready? All right, sick. And, um, so it's around Christmas time and the ad they play ahead of time is like, all right. And, uh, we're hope FM or whatever it was called. And it's like, and, uh, don't forget to join us for our carols by queer light. Um, and I'm thinking, okay, um, that doesn't really make sense, but like, sure, whatever. 
Um, and anyway, they dropped me into this interview. And he's like, oh, and now I'm here with uh, Jonathan Gamera, and uh, he identifies as a gamer. Jonathan, hello. And from that point, I knew I'm like, okay, that's um, that's 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 this interview. <laughs> there was nothing about there was nothing about yeah, playing jazz oh, or no. your band. The questions were all like, so when you play uh, video games, do you uh, do do you insert yourself into the mind of the character? Oh, that's fascinating. And it's like, dude, <laughs> ask me about the gig. Let me plug the gig. And I like I did my best. Every question, like I knew that like this radio station, like this guy probably didn't really know what he was doing, so it wasn't going to reach too many people. But I did my best to like I identify as a gamer, especially at my show, which you should come to on this date, of course. You know, you go listen to the archive, which you can find, like, it's probably on the console's Facebook page somewhere. Um, yeah. But he's, he's cut all that out. And it is just the funniest thing. It's just like this dude in his 60s or 70s just, he's just in a battle of him trying to understand what is a gamer? Why do people play these video games? I, this person who identifies as a gamer, like, doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. I just don't, like, I just couldn't wrap my brain around what's going on. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, you get a lot of that when you're part of a video game jazz band. <laughs> okay, so um, is there any gigs coming up for the consoles? <laughs> um, we just had, well, we, the guys just played one as part of like a, I don't know, quite know what it was. I think it was like a indie game showcase in Sydney that had a bunch of like retro games and other stuff that they performed at. Um, apart from that, um, like facebook.com slash the consoles band or whatever your social media of choice is at the consoles band um we'll keep you locked in but at this point um we've only really got the streams and that coming up so on the 31st for patrons we'll be doing the super monday jam and the podcasts again that'll be on youtube later for everyone um but i suspect i mean if you're in tokyo actually for um for those you know the very, very few people who might be in town. Uh, Julian, the keyboard player, will be traveling through like he did last year. So we're actually gigging in Golden Week, which is like May when he comes through here. Um, But other than that, we'll probably be gigging a little bit in August. But the state of Sydney venues is pretty, pretty abysmal. Like it's not a meme. It's like, it's pretty abysmal. So we're going to shoot for it. But at this point, um, I don't have anything to announce, but you know, I guess keep a lock on the social medias if you if you want to know what's coming up. I guess. Nice. You oh, guys, right. you guys have a, you guys have like a Patreon. You were saying like you got patrons and stuff like that. That's right. Like what's 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 Patreon all about? So Patreon, um, if you've not heard of it, is a monthly subscription service where you pledge X number of dollars a week for um, various rewards. So for us, um, the type of things that it can get you are like lossless audio files like wav files of our audio um you can get access to the charts we use which i'm going to put a big asterisk on that one i say the charts we use because some of them are just a mess so we we have to put that disclaimer there that it's the charts we use in the exact form we use them um because you know like we're jazz musicians a lot of the time we're gone by ear so the charts can be a bit of a formality at some points um But what I would say is sort of like the the big draw of our Patreon is obviously like a lot of people have um, requests and they want to see us cover certain things. Yeah. And um, super the Super Monthly Jam is Patreon funded this year. So if you want to submit games or vote on games that we do next, um, you know, you, depending on what tiers you can get in, you can vote, you know, you, you pledge a buck, you can vote, you pledge five, you can submit games and have people vote on them and then if you pledge higher you can watch it live so patreon is like a monthly um subscription service that sort of nets you access to 
um, various rewards, I guess. And none of it's yeah. exclusive. Like, it's all timed exclusive. You know, it, it's all completely optional. Everything we do on Patreon will make its way to YouTube at some point. But it's a way to sort of put your mark on the sort of content we produce and get it ahead of time, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Because the, like, the, the cheat coders want, we're thinking about uh, trying to find other avenues as well um, to, to reach out and engage with, with, with listeners. And the like, the Patreon seemed like a really good idea. How did that? How did that start for you guys? Was it more just a um, like? Did you did you just start it, or did it come about because there was a demand for extra content and and extra stuff from 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 you guys? Column A, column B, really. Um, the big one for us was um, losses audio. Like we got tons of emails about it. It's like, well, how can we get this out? So it's like, all right, well, we'll throw it up there. But then, you know, we're a cover band, so you get licensing and all sorts of other things in there. So we're like, all right, how can we make it so you're not just paying for this unlicensed thing, basically? Um, I mean, it's all a legal gray area anyway. Like at any point, hey, the, the thing about cover bands is like at any point, publishers could just be like nut and just delete us from the internet so that's something we're trying to um fix but that's a reality when you're dealing with um you know this fan space but um yeah basically we just wanted to find avenues to travel um because we're in australia that's like we we get emails like every week from people in the states who are like yeah you're in um north dakota right can you come play at my wedding and it's like brother let, let, let me draw your map real quick. Um, so the, the the big reason we um, sort of put the Patreon together was to travel um, and just like fund, you know, better content. Like I don't want to edit videos. If you look at old videos on the console channel, I had to edit it and it's like, I didn't want to do that. So we, we the need for the Patreon came to sort of up our production and just free us up to sort of do more things, which would get us to travel and get that whole treadmill going. But um, in terms of the demand, um, I would say there was definitely a demand. Like the podcast, you know, was sort of something we always wanted to, I always wanted to do and people sort of like finally agreed. Um, mm. And the demand sort of came from like, you know, the charts and the music and all that other stuff. It's like, all right, well, let's, this is a really sensible way to give people what they want. It Like it's a dialogue. So if we, like we recently relaunched a Patreon this year and um, there was some, some stuff that people were like, hey, this sucks. And there's an avenue for people to do that. So it was a way to sort of like fans who are really invested um, to give a little bit more and have a, a dialogue with us. I mean, like we have the Discord. There was always a dialogue there anyway. But it's like this is for the people who are really invested with what's going on with the channel. Yeah. Nice. That's heaps up. You mentioned that you're starting a podcast. Did you want to dwell into how that came about and what the podcast is all about? Um, yeah, so the podcast is something that I've been championing for years. Like I've always wanted the guys to do it, but for whatever reason, it was really hard to get everyone to line up. Um, so we tried it a couple years ago, it sort of fizzled out and we're like, all right, this is a good thing to do as like a Patreon thing because we get a lot of questions. It's a way that we can sort of, um, like answer those questions and just sort of like dick around and catch up every week because, you know, we're not living in the same country anymore. Um, to sort of peek behind the curtain a bit. When I was back in December, um, we literally bulk recorded nine months worth of content and we're just going to drip feed it out until I come back. That's not to say we're not going to um, post other stuff in between, but, you know, the core content, etc. that's how we sort of did it. So we're like, all right, we're going to catch up um, and sort of figure out what we're doing next. And that's pretty interesting 
stuff and not all of that has to be behind the curtain so we're like all right we'll throw it up as a podcast so then it's like hey why hasn't there been any streams lately i can tell my dumb like credit card stories or julian can talk about what he's been doing um in the composition world um so the podcast is really just a really like a supplementary thing to sort of peek behind the curtain as to what we're doing when we're not playing notes and um talk a little bit about um some bts stuff in terms of what we did with actually playing notes like studio stories mm. and um you know like if there's a, so, like some videos have been really questionable like we, we've we've thrown some stuff at the wall and not all of it has stuck which is the case with any sort of content creator so we've had a few questions of like hey this video sucks and is completely different from everything you've ever done can you tell that story and it's an avenue for <laughs> stuff like that you know um nice, so nice. the podcast is called the kick on yep. um there's one episode up on youtube now we'll be recording the next one live on the 31st of this month so in three weeks time you, you, you weren't in the first episode i was Is in the first a... episode I, I i like no i wasn't in the fir- the full episode um i got yeah. to the end basically what happened was is a lot of the times people will come to japan and uh <laughs> they're like oh take me out and um <laughs> people have really have a lot of trouble with trains here because they're a little bit more difficult than train stations back home and um, long story short, we missed the last train and I, I had to like babysit a bunch of foreigners. Pulled up at like five. The podcast was meant to start at seven. I'm like, nope, I'll maybe catch the tail end of this. So the boys okay. in Sydney held it down. Um, I think the first episode were like, it's like ratemyfruit.com. It's talking about like our top five favorite fruits and um, <laughs> among other things, but just having like the most objective, here are the five best fruits. You can throw every other one in the bin. So... If you want to, if you want some factual lists about fruit, um, the kick on episode one is for you. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Um, are, are you going to put it into streaming platforms like um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and SoundCloud, or are you just going to keep it YouTube? Um, I think I think it'll make its way to um, the Apple, like the Apples and the or Spotify's. Although Spotify is a weird one, right? Like you got to apply for it and all that rubbish, but. I, I want it to be there. So at this point, it's yeah. only on YouTube. But um, the second I can get some artwork for it, I'll probably submit it to the um, audio services. So just stay tuned for that one. But yeah, like tentatively, yes, I'd say it's coming to the other ones. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, pardon me. Okay, so let's talk about uh, more of your um, experience in Japan. How long are you planning on staying there? Um, the end of the year, um, you, you'll find a lot of finals will say until the Olympics. And I can't think of a time I'd want to be in Japan less than the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll, exp- I'll explain why. Like, it's, it's pretty obvious, but Japan works because Japanese people are very passive. So if you get on a peak hour train that's so full, your feet are literally not touching the ground. It works because everyone bottles up the feeling of, I want to murder everyone on this train, right? Like you might get the occasional passive aggressive like, and a shove, right? But no yeah. one's going to turn around and be like, get your elbow out of my face before I tear it off your arm. <laughs> so I feel like- you I, need- I, kind of, I kind of get the feeling that you're not that passive aggressive type, Gamera. I mean, on the, on the trains- How do you deal with it on trains? Look, the thing about trains in Japan, right, is everyone's in it together. And you pushing and shoving and being a dickhead is not going to change anything. So you you just sort of got to accept it. Like, 
for however long you're on that train, this is your life now. Your phone's going to be one foot from your, one inch <laughs> from your face, and you're going to be reading manga, whatever. That's your life until you get off that train. Just deal with it. Yep. Um, you put foreigners in that sort of environment where people are really passive and just sort of deal with a lot of the crap that goes on here. I don't know how this place is going to survive, man. And so I, I want to be out before then. Um, like I'll probably do another year here and then peace out for Christmas and come back. But, you know, I said that last year, so I, I, I don't know, maybe I'll stick around, but I can't think of a time I want to be in Tokyo less than when it's flooded with foreigners that don't understand how Tokyo works. Can you, can you do me a favor when it does come to the Olympics? And if you are still in Tokyo, can you vlog the entire experience? Can you just like live stream the entire time you're there so that we can see exactly what you're talking about? Can you teach me how to vlog? That's something, that's something <laughs> everyone's like, you should do that. But it's like every time I point a camera at my face, it's like, shut up. You, just turn it off. If I could do that, I would 100%. Yeah, Don's the right sure, person. Sure. He's got the vlog face. He's got the flirty face. So you can get no, some think, pointers from him. I think also Nathan has got his vlog chops up. It's a, it's a, it's actually it's. I get where you're coming from as well. It's very awkward at the start, but I think like anything, it's just practice. I find it weird. I can't vlog when I have the camera sat down on a tripod. I need to be holding it like I'm talking to someone. So I'm like talking at it like it's something. But it's like I'm holding its neck. It's weird. Tell <laughs> you holding what. someone's neck. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, Listen man, to me. I'm talking. I've been treating it like a convo every time I talk to the camera now. So I just imagine like it's Raf or Don or something and I'm just saying whatever naturally yeah. and just keep... Yeah, I think it's more of a power move because you've got more control of the, ca- of the camera exactly. when you're holding it. it was so weird. The moment I put the camera down on a tripod and then I was like, okay, record, go. And I'll just be there staring at the lens and looking at myself like an idiot. It's, it's <laughs> tell you Vlogging what you guys give me some pointers off stream you send me some videos and we'll get the vlogging <laughs> happening there we go yes, <laughs> yes. Exactly. so like you went to japan like what was what was intriguing for you to go to japan other than any other country in the world um so i'm a big dork i like games and manga and <laughs> japanese music so it's like all right i've been studying japanese for two or three years didn't really have much going on um so i was like all right i'm gonna become an adult and hard mode life for a bit and go live in somewhere that's not predominantly English speaking mm, um, nice. so I just really wanted to get good at Japanese um, what sort of happened last year was I hit a base level of competency like I'm, I wasn't great but I could brute force my way through most conversations and plateaued so it got to the end of the year and I'm like man I, I'm still garbage like I can't read anything I want to read I want to do another year um, which is why I sort of came back this year and really wanted to focus on my studies and just really getting a lot better. Yeah, wow. That's really cool. That's awesome, man. That's that's like, yeah, I want to learn something. Let's just jump in the deep end. That's the best way to do it, eh? Just really throw yourself out there kind of thing. It's really good. I mean, I I had it easy at home. Like, I'd always lived at home. Everything was sort of very easy. So it's like, all right, well, while I'm still young-ish and I've got the time, let's... um, Let's just deep end somewhere and really, you know, grow as a person and see what happens. Yeah. Can you say something in Japanese for us? What would you like, like me to say in Japanese? Um, smack my bitch up. Oh, God. Can we say... <laughs> how about... <laughs> how, how would you even say that? I don't even know. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, such, it's, such a weird, it's such a weird collection of words, especially in English. You could have smack said anything in Japanese up. and we would be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Is that what it means? <laughs> God, I don't uh, know. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself and the consoles in Japanese. 
All right. I know. Ore wa ano konsolzu no Jonathan des ano kontrabaso hite Nihon ni sunde ano Nihongo benkyo shiteren des. Yoroshiku. I don't know. It's like Japanese for dickheads page 1 volume 1 level Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we, well, we can't understand Japanese. Yeah, I'll be just nodding so. my head and be like, oh, nice. Hey, I got some Japanese. Nice. Can you respond? I don't know what it, I'm saying there. It's only one thing I learned from like Japan, Japanese school, um, class back in primary. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Himana toki nani o shimasu ka? When you're when when you're not doing much, what what are you what, what are you doing, man? That's the one. I was like, what does it mean again? And that was the only thing I took. What did they teach the? Okay. Did, did it did it sound good, bud? Did I sound like? Yeah, no, that that, that, that was, was, was pretty spot on. Cheers, man. Thanks. It's like when, when nothing's going on, you know what's what what's up? Do? Basically, I knew it was that. It was is like that a pickup line? Like a greeting? No, it's not a. It's not even a pickup line. It's like is that a pickup line? Boring thing to ask. What what do you do in your spare time? You got nothing to do. Oh, you can say it as a pickup line. Just um say it in a very seductive voice. Well, if Don said it, it's another story. So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, hey, if you're not doing anything, there you go. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, like playing the whole d- dating game is like the best motivator for Japanese. Like it was so, it was so immensely helpful. Um, like, I'm, I'm seeing someone now, but like, man, that was the thing that like got me off my ass. It's like, no, you, you, no, you, you, hey, open that textbook. Hey, open that textbook. Wait, wait, are you now. Dating, are you to learn this word from Japan, like a Japanese girl. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm so, dating a Japanese girl. That, that's game, bro. Like he went there, learned the language, and was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going in. I'm gonna take yeah, man. It's all that Street Spr- Fighter um, training that you've done <laughs> to this moment. <laughs> oh, there you got man. a Japanese girlfriend. That's awesome, man. So how is it? How's it dating someone like, like uh, you know, that is speaks Japanese as a first language rather than a second language? Oh, it's awesome! Like it's just so much. <laughs> I mean, it, it it gets hard, obviously. Um, like the the language we speak at home predominantly is um Japanese. So you know, you come home from work and you got to speak your second language. Sometimes it's like, oh god. But saying that, um, apart from the fact that my Japanese has improved a butt ton. If I get like something in the mail or I have to make a phone call that I just can't be bothered doing or really don't think I can do, it's like, eh, do it for me. And, <laughs> but to her credit, if it's something that she knows I can do, she'll just be like, no, you do it. You oh, can yeah, do yeah. this. You do it, you lazy. Like, no, what's wrong with you? Just pick up the phone. But if it's something that it's like, lazy nah. Guys in. Yeah, basically. She's like, what's wrong with you? Like, you can do this. Stop being lazy. It's crazy. But in a very, in a very like encouraging way, she's just yeah. trying to like not me, not, not let me um sort of rest on my mediocrity. Yeah, she doesn't want to rest on your laurels. Won't want you to rest on your laurels. That's it. I think you're getting the nice best now. Japanese um, language training out. Having a Japanese girlfriend that kind of like challenge you constantly to improve your Japanese, which is pretty it's awesome. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's like a like a Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi type of thing. I'm not comparing your relationship to that, but I'm just saying you're getting the best. <coughs> mm. uh, uh, was 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 Mr. Miyagi Japanese? He was, wasn't he? Was he? Because karate is Japanese. Mm. Mm. It's like air hands. Like that's that's a kanji for. I'm gonna double check that, but I'm pretty sure like karate is like air hands. Yeah, it is. It's air hands. Air hands. Or like it's, free hands. 
translation is air hands? Well, the kanji, like, like te is hands or like skill. And then like kara can also mean air. Like it's not actually what it means, but it's like, like Rapongi, for example, means like it's six trees. Like everyone, all the, in the foreigner community, it's just like six trees. Don't go to six trees. Cause like kanji have different meanings. So it's just like karate is like air hands. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Just, just a little gamer joke, you know what I mean? A gamer joke. <laughs> What's the story with that? <laughs> okay. oh, just... The game, the the gamers. Yeah. So when I did That's that, I, when I did that interview, who's like the guy who's like, so you identify yourself as a gamer, do you? It's like, okay. what, what, okay, are, you, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> what are you saying? Cut it out. Because you said it like that, gamer. Gamers. <laughs> You're a gamer. Shout do you guys do that. show notes? I can link. I'll link it. I can send it to one of you guys, and then you can watch the. You can see how much of that interview you get through. But it's like it's um it's rough. Yeah, send that through. That'll be I awesome. I want to. I want to check it out. I want to see. It. I want to check it out. Sure. It's like um interviewing one on one. What not to do? Oh, dude, it's just so bad. <laughs> <laughs> What's the what? Is that the worst interview that you've ever had? No. <laughs> Okay. This what's, is what's the worst interview that you've ever had. Um. So okay, you, you you sort of get two kinds of bads. You get the ones that don't understand um, games bad, like that dude. Um, yeah. And then you know the gaming community were not always, and I, I'm completely guilty of this as well. Um, the social skills not necessarily like they didn't put too many stat points in that one. You know what I mean? A lot of the time, so it's a lot of people just sort of figuring it out. Yeah. And um. I did an interview, it was at a con, and I had like some guy ask me questions and he'd like correct me. Or he'd like ask me my opinion on something and be like, well, no, what I thought you meant to say was this. And it's like, um, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to lead your, your answer. Basically. <laughs> that sucks, man. And <laughs> I, I think the worst one. So, you know, like I play the double bass, right? And it's not the most, it's not an instrument that projects particularly well compared to like, say the saxophone or the keys. So, um, at a lot of gigs, like I've literally had people come up to me and they'd be like, oh, where's Julian? Where's Tim? Like, what do you do in the band? Are you just the merch person? Like after the watching me play person? on stage <laughs> for an hour and a half, like that's how little people pay attention to the cellist as I get often called, um, which is fine. Um, <laughs> like I, I, I don't really want that spotlight. Uh, you're just the you're just the merch bitch. Yeah, it's like oh, it so so what do you do with the band? It's like brother, are you serious? Like, but you know you sort of get used to that after a while. And I had one of those dudes. So we had this girl. Um, she was cosplaying as some like Disney. What's the um the Snow White lady? What's her name? The the bad one with the apple. Maleficent. Uh, Maleficent. No, that's Sleeping Beauty. That's right. Maleficent. Oh, uh, yeah. it doesn't matter whatever yeah, Maleficent yeah. it was Maleficent that one um, yeah. so she like this is in the early days when we realized we thought like oh no everyone should be able to solo at cons <laughs> like let the bass solo but the thing about it is it's like um, when the bass solos a lot of people are like oh the band's over I'm gonna come up and talk so Maleficent comes up during this bass solo she grabs the mic and she's like well done darlings that was such a phenomenal performance <laughs> like while oh, yeah. I'm soloing oh, yeah. and um <laughs> So after that, so she does that, she does the thing. I mean, I'm just like, cool, whatever. I now know, like, you, you, sort, you sort of got to roll with the punches with that one. That happens. And then she's like, darling, you're, you're another fan of the band. Let's talk about them. And I'm like, whoa, oh, hold shit. up. Hold up, lady. So you get a lot of that. 
but I don't care. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. It's funny. That's crazy. <laughs> that'd be that'd be hella awkward. Yeah, you get a lot of that. You get a lot of hella awkward when you're playing in a video game jazz band. And like, that's not to say like I, I love our community. Um, we got a Discord server, and you get all sorts of people in there, and everyone's very welcoming. Like, it's it's hectic. I love mm. it. Um, but especially when you do con gigs and stuff like that, you get some um, you get some stuff, man. <laughs> so just just for context for the for the listeners out there, con gigs are the conference gigs. Oh yeah, like your Comic Cons and your um, yeah. like your Supernovas in Sydney. Sorry, stuff like that. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, how's it playing to the crowd? Does the the fans dig it, or are they very critique about they critique what you're doing because they're like, oh, they sh- you should just do the original rendition of this song because I love Zelda so much or something like that. I mean, look, you never ever 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 get a compliment that's not followed by, and you should cover this song that I like. That's never happened. We've been gone for five years. I've never ha- once had a compliment that's just like, hey, man, love your band. It's always, hey, man, I love your band and you should do this song I like. E- every time. doesn't matter. So you could do every song. We could do every single song that's ever been written and someone will still request that we do something else. I guarantee it. What's the weirdest one that you ever got, like in terms of video games? Video games. Oh, God. We got like some... Do you guys know Colin McRae? Like the um, the racing... It's like a... I think it's yes. an F1 or the... It might be the off-road, <laughs> the V-Rally one. So we did this wedding, right? And it was like um, just a bunch of Kiwi bros like, oh, yeah, bro, like with the rugby team from high school, bro. And they've all grown up and they've um, had a wedding. And, you know, we, we've, we've done a few like that. But the reason why this one stuck out to me was like there were, there were bros, right? But they knew our catalog back to front. Yeah. Um, so we did um, we uploaded like Rosalina's Comet Observatory from Super Mario Galaxy like four days prior to this wedding and the guy came up to us um, on the day and was like hey I want that for my first dance and that was like because you got this this you know this dude who's like come from a completely different world like he's obviously you know the rugby club and like yeah. that kind of background and he's just like invested in what we do um, but his mates weren't, which was funny. So as the night got on and they got more and more, um, drunk, we had this guy just sort of come up to us and was just like, Colin McRae, Colin McRae. <laughs> it's just like, dude, <laughs> stop. But, um, that was funny. That was pretty funny. That was a good gig. I liked that gig a lot. Yeah. I think video game is the video game world is very diverse and it's like, it's not all like, everyone can be a geek for video games no matter what life form you are whether you're a jock or you know a, a rapper or you know a musician so i think that's awesome how like brings you know you together. get you get diversity yeah. in it brings everyone together yeah, i like that the stigma around games is sort of disappearing yeah um because they're fine and you can play them healthily. I don't, but in theory you can. <laughs> so like, it's cool because I, I feel like just like any other medium, TV, music, whatever, games can sort of play a p- place in your life no matter like sort of what you want to do. Just it, it may change. Like I don't play MMOs anymore, but I still game a fair bit. And you know, mm-hmm. as people change, I feel like if the stigma has gone, more people will feel less bad about playing. I mean, it doesn't really happen as much these days, but you know. It would help us. It would help my business if people liked games more. But you know, yeah. even besides that, I think it's um it's cool to see that stuff like that is happening. That's yeah. awesome. That's true. In terms All of right. video games, is there any video games that you hate that you loathe? Ooh. Hmm. 
I don't like, as a general rule, um, cinematic games. Like, if you if you want to talk about, you know, what I do in my free time in my mediums of choice, um, I don't have Netflix. I don't watch movies. I don't watch TV. So the cinematic games, right? Like the games that really focus on spectacles rather than substance. And to me, that's stuff like Uncharted and The Last of Us, oh, which yeah. which are which are spectacles in their own right, and I, I respect them from a distance, but. I, you're never going to see me play one of those where it's just like press A to make movie go because that's just not that's not what I'm interested in, you know? Yeah. yeah. It sounds yeah. It sounds like you you like you like the games where you're actually playing Skill. the game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's not just a reaction to something. It's not just press A when you see a, a zombie or something. And I have the um like the added benefit now where um like i'm playing so i bought a 3ds recently and i'm sort of like just dicking around in games in japanese so it's just a good way for me to get my vocab up so i'm playing this game called like fantasy life where you have like 12 jobs and it took me literally 15 hours to go through the tutorials because every time you change jobs there are 12 jobs in the games like you know the usual stuff archer um like carpenter blacksmith and every time you change jobs it's like (laughs) all this new vocab so it was just like you know i I some i play games as a means to sort of expose myself to more vocab as well oh yeah but um the stuff i don't like are the cinematic ones because it's just not it's just Mm. i i can't sit still i just have to be hitting buttons yeah you respect it from a distance i'm gonna start using that that's quite nice that's a nice way of saying you know it's not my thing (laughs) but uh, it's I a nice way of saying I fucking hate that. I, hate that <laughs> I mean, well, I can't just say, "Well, The Last of Us is garbage." I can't. You, you, can't, you just can't say that, and I don't think that. And I if I say that, like that immediately diminishes my opinion, right? So you just got to find a nice way of just saying, "No, nah, it's not for me." But you do, you fam. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. laugh next episode. That's all we're gonna say for like an hour straight. Oh, that means we don't like a lot of things. Eh? <laughs> I respect you from a distance. I respect that, but I don't like it, Don. <laughs> I respect your opinion from a distance. I respect <laughs> Don from a distance. I respect Don from a distance, but uh, it's not my cup of tea, man. It's not my cup of tea. <laughs> man, uh, I like it. I like it. Thanks for um, joining the show, Gamera. And um, yeah, where can they really find you? Man. Really insightful. Um, you can find Copy me. socials so- again. So I, I don't do much on the socials, but I, I guess I have a Twitter. I'm like I, at Gamera, G-A-M-R-A-H. I'm also on YouTube. If, you, if you're interested in fighting game stuff, I got a podcast on the YouTube there, same URL, youtube.com slash Gamera. Um, where you should find me though is at the consoles um, and that's everything at the consoles band. So YouTube is our main one, youtube.com slash the consoles band, Twitch at the consoles band, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, Patreon, you name it. Um, you, that's the best way to how- find me. How do you spell the consoles? Oh, that's a good point. So the consoles, like, you know, it's, it's soul music, you know, so S-O-U-L. <laughs> oh, so C-O-N-S-O-U-L, the consoles band. Basically, wherever you want to waste time, we're probably on that social media or platform. Nice. Beautiful. Okay. So, and also, where can they find a podcast? Uh, the podcast is on youtube.com slash the consoles band. Um, it will be on podcast services later, but, you know, check the Discord, check social media. As it happens, we'll definitely make some noise about it. Most definitely. Okay, so this is the part of the show where we call the Chico the Stash, where each of us will nominate a song that we've been jamming on Spotify, um, and then we'll put it on the playlist. So we'll start off with Don Doing Stuff. What is your pick yeah. and song for the so- Chico the Stash? So I just sent this through the group chat that we have in the Cheat Coders. Um, it is a cover 
of a prodigy, prodigy. Uh, why can't I say that? Prodigy song. Or I, um, I, by I, I struggle saying strategy, 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 yeah, prodigy, yeah. prodigy. <laughs> so this is a, a cover of a prodigy song by Richard Cheese and the Lounge Against the Machine. It's uh, smack my bitch up. The Lounge Against the Machine. <laughs> That's funny. All right, let me just. It's loading. Sorry, Sydney internet is really slow at the moment. <laughs> I sent it to the yeah, yeah yeah. It's just not loading. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Change my pitch up. Smack my pitch up. I said change my pitch up. Smack my pitch up. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to introduce a little thing I like to call the band. Let's start with the man behind the piano. He's a maestro, a master, a man of many melodies, including the melody who's a hostess at the Daily Grill. If you lose your keys, he can find them. He's a prodigy, as in psychosomatic addict insane. He's sitting on his stool, Bobby Ricotta! <laughs> he's pretty Thank low. You, Bobby. <laughs> and now on bass. He's high strung. He's a stand-up guy. He's in an upright and locked position. He knows the basic programming language. He's the low man on the totem pole. He's deep. I love this because it's like it it's it's like a live show. Like la- live lounge jazz show. Donka Gordon. And now this would be your part, camera. On skins. What the silence the where everyone set, starts talking? Kit, <laughs> yeah. Thing that you hit with the th- oh, mad bass solo. We can take a break. <laughs> hey, man, what do you want for dinner later? <laughs> that was great, darlings. And that was Smack My Bitch Up by Richard Cheese, originally by Prodigy. Okay, Nathan yeah. Blazing, what's your pick for the Cheat Coders stash, brother? I have chosen a song by Andrew Applepie called Cool J. <laughs> what's, with, what's with all these weird names? <laughs> Let me just find that. <laughs> <laughs> it's on WhatsApp. Uh, story? You guys want a story? I just heard it. It was yeah, on the vlog. And I, I was just vibing to it. And I'm going to listen to it on, when I go to sleep. Andrew Apple Pie. Yeah, it's mad, um, trippy, eh? I think I was listening to it in Amsterdam. That, that, seem, that seems appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you feel me. There's no words, by the way, it's just an instrumental. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's just mad. Um, it's just a good vibe, man. Like it's in, yeah, it's very, it seems very chill. chill. Yeah, I love it. It's good vibe. The vibes. Very, very appropriate for Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, very Amsterdam. Lay on the grass. Was that a pun? Was that a pun? Uh, you can say Marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that was yeah. Andrew, Andrew Apple Pie. Cool J. Cool J. All right, Gamera, what's your pick for the cheat coders stash? So I've just linked it in um, the Skype. It's a song called Natsu Matsuri, which means like summer festival. And um, I've been sort of on a kick lately of just trying to find up, you know, like the classics, like the Japanese classics, like the Lil John years in Japanese, right? Like, or not, what is it? Get low. No, I'm an idiot. I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an idiot. I can't music. Get lows, right? Like the Japanese, yeah. the classics. Um, and this is like a massive, just like power ballad from, I think it's the late eighties. I'll, I'll, I'll double check the date, but it's called, it's, um, this is like a really, um, it's a cultural icon, this song I've been told. It was released on, okay. in 1990. 1990. Everyone get your sampling game on. I'm waiting for the beat to drop. And that was Jittering Jin with, I'm not going to pronounce that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my pick for yeah. the cheat code stash, let me just quickly get it up. Okay. It's a song by St. John and it's called Selfish. Hey. Hello. Oh, I like that. Alright. Yeah, it's a cruisy song. Play in the car.
All right, and that was Selfish by St. John. Okay, thanks again to Gamera, nice. Jonathan Gamera, for joining the podcast and giving him his insight on his upcoming podcast that is out now, as well as his music and his experience in Japan. Thanks again, man. Yeah. Thanks a lot for having thanks, me. It was good fun. No worries. Is there anything um, that you want to plug before we leave, Gamera? Consoles, 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 baby, at the consoles band. Come check us out. Nice. How about you guys? Don, do you want to plug yes. anything? Sorry, did you say me? Sorry, I was like shopping. Uh, Don, did you want to plug anything? Uh, check out my music, donvalix.bandcamp.com. I released a beat tape um, in February. Download that. Write some music to it. Add it to your videos. Do everything. All that good stuff. <laughs> How about you, Nathan? Nets. Uh, Nathan Blazon on my Instagram and also my YouTube for my weekly vlog. Check it out. See what I'm up to. Okay, and check out my video stuff at rafflores.com. If you have any videography needs or photography needs, inquire at info at rafflores.com. So, any last oh, words yeah. before we leave? Are we all good? We're good, I think. Yeah. All right. That. This has been another episode of the Cheat Coders. Thank you for listening. Follow the podcast at The Cheat Coders on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, and all podcast platforms. 